0: Good morning, and welcome here to uh, Edgeboro Moravian Church, uh, welcome to worship this morning, we're going to start off with two songs, uh, first one is 10,000 uh, Reasons, we're going to bless the Lord right away. Amen. So here's what's going on at uh, Edgeboro Moravian Church, and there's a lot in this month. So if you don't pay attention now to all of it, it's okay, you'll be reminded again and maybe again and again and again. So there's so much in fact, I've got to change my papers over. So. Hopefully you got some breakfast in before you came, uh, with the benevolence breakfast that was going on downstairs. Uh, this, the, uh, the smell of this church has been great, with sugar cakes on Friday and the breakfast uh, today. Uh, I hope that lasts throughout the week, so me and Marianne can enjoy that. So. Oh, the candles are this week. Okay, so that'll just blot out everything and make a whole new smell down there, so... Candles are being made this week, so if you haven't seen that being done or want to participate, learn first, and then you can can help out. So, yeah, candles going on this week. That that didn't even make my list. Oh, my goodness. But uh, uh, thanks to everyone who uh, helped out and partook in the breakfast. Uh, Next Sunday, October 14th, is the Crop Walk. You can walk with us, uh, or you can donate online in order to participate. Uh, there's a bulletin insert along with all of those announcements that, uh, that you uh, could have picked up uh, as you came in. Uh, two weeks from now, on October 21st, we'll, this will be our anniversary Sunday, so we'll be celebrating our 104th anniversary here at Edgeboro. Uh, we'll have one service at 10 o'clock, we'll have a love feast, and then a potluck lunch to follow, so bring something and it'll be a good time. So we'll celebrate our 104th year in two Sundays from now. Then, come that next weekend, more stuff. Uh, just, uh, October is a great month around here. Uh, Friday, October 26th, the Halloween Open House will be taking place. Uh, please sign up. We'll need your help as for the, I don't know how many year in a row, probably close to 20 now, we'll be welcoming hundreds of trick-or-treaters into our doors, so uh, we would love to have you just here and see what that's all about. Uh, and if you'd like to participate, please put your name on that sign-up sheet as you leave today. Uh, On Saturday, the very next morning at 8.30, we'll be meeting here to go collect moss for our Christmas puts, Uh, so a fun weekend coming up toward the end of the month. And then, looking a little bit farther out, uh, for Sunday, November 11th, we'll be having a single service there, as uh, um, we'll be having our church council meeting, not on a Wednesday evening, but on a Sunday immediately following worship. So our fall church council meeting will take place on Sunday, November 11th, immediately following that 10 a.m. worship service. So there's all that, and I already forgot candles, but we mentioned that. Is there anything else that I may have uh, not mentioned, or anything else that you would like to add or change or anything like that? Yeah. I,
1: I'm just, I'm sorry if I inspired
2: because i talked to somebody else about it this morning. One of, there's a group called Kindness is Magic that is collecting Lunch debt. Bethany School District has over $150,000 in outstanding lunch debt that we would like to not go out. Just so you know, some of the families. What happens is we have families who qualify for free or reduced lunch, and then we have the people who just make this much too much. And let me just tell you, those are the people that tend to struggle the most. So those are the people that tend to rack up the bills because the kids got lunch and then they got behind on the bills and got more and more behind. Going through a, um, a micro organization that then sells them. So, we want gently used or new shoes. I'm going to ask them to bring them in here. There's one at Bragan Village, there's one in Aardvark downtown. There are different locations that I can also bring next week a flyer to show you where they are. But I'm going to ask them to bring a box here, too. So, that if you have shoes that are sitting in your closet, like I do, that are the ones. They're really in over their heads. So if you're willing to do that and have some shoes that you're willing to put forth, I would get a box and have it here. The your shaking.
1: You get no shoes. He wears the shoes. Out. I wear. I mean, a a a gentleman. Gentleman. <laughs> so he has, some, <laughs> he has <laughs>
2: no Jeffrey
0: shoes. I, I, oh, to I first do. Talk do, you, do you? Do you want mine now? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No. I don't think you want the no. Nope. Nope. No. 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 Thank you, Carol. So something new, go through your closets, get those shoes, and we can uh, help out our, uh, uh, those in our school district pay off their lunch debts. Thank you. Is there anything else? All right, well, let us continue on with our worship service today with those words that will guide us through the rest of the week, and then we'll say our unison prayer together.
3: The watchword for the week comes from Hebrews 2.12. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters in the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. And please join me with a unison prayer. Most holy creator, we lift our voices to praise you. Thank you for the gift of your diverse creation, which you crafted with care, love, and grace. With the rest of the worldwide church, we dedicate ourselves to proclaiming your name to the ends of the earth. Come unite us and bless us with your spirit,
0: This time we hear our scripture reading, uh, which comes from Psalm eight. So pass the microphone, we'll hear from Kay.
4: (laughs) Divine majesty and human dignity, Psalm eight. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens, out of the mouths of babes and infants. You have founded a bulwark because of your foes, to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. Whatever passes along the path of the seas, O Lord, our sovereign, how
0: majestic is your name in all the earth. For the well we can kind of call it something something else but even though we're all children of God we'll call it something else. but I still need help with this uh, because I have a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to do not only with the joyful noise but there's something else I want to show you. So I kind of need some help. Kind of need some help. I need multiple hands here. So I need okay. Guys, are the, you don't have to say anything either. Okay, no saying. I'm not going to embarrass you or anything like that. I need you to take one end of this, okay? And Riley, you can take the other end. And Gabe, you'll come in later. And by the time you, okay, I think our time's done. Thank you very much. No, I'm just kidding. That took a little while to unravel, but so this here, it kind of looks like one big gray rectangle which I guess it sort of is, but it's not. Gabe, can you see what this rectangle is made out of? If you look really close. It's nothing too special, but it's not just gray, is it? What does it look like? And just, just little little dots, right? You see the dots? How many dots do you think are in this rectangle from that end? that end. I think it says it on one of the pieces of paper. Riley, I think you have it there. One million dots are on 11 sheets of paper. So there are more than one million Christians in the world, and we are just one of them, right? I mean, my dot could be here. I haven't claimed one yet, or my dot could be over here, Or my dot could be over here and you guys each have a dot too and everybody here is a dot we are one in a million which may make us seem kind of small like these dots but in that scripture passage it reminds us that we matter that even though we're a little dot we are one in a million we are one in a million we're that special and we uh god god loves us and we matter to god so There are Moravians around the world and Christians around the world celebrating communion today. It's called World Communion Sunday. So we are uh, going to remember uh, other worldwide Moravians, this time in Nepal. So our Joyful Noise offering is going toward the Moravian ministry in Nepal, somewhere represented in these dots up here as well, but all the way on the other side of the world Uh, For those of you that know members Mike and Myra Jones, Myra is already in Nepal. Mike is leaving on Wednesday, so we'll certainly keep them in our prayers later on. Uh, But this Joyful Noise offering that we are about to take in a few seconds here is going toward that Nepal ministry and the school there as well. So I'm going to need maybe one or two more hands because what we're going to do is tape this up on the wall. That's where that comes into play. I'm going to tape this up on the wall because it's going to remind us of that we are one in a whole bunch of Christians today during World Communion Sunday. So let's tape this up, and then if I could ask for maybe one or two other people for our Joyful Noise offering, that could be going on at the exact same time. I would appreciate your additional help with that. Thank you so much. All right, let's tape this up. We're going to tape it up right here, going from the top and all the way down, and if it goes on the floor a little bit, that's fine, too, okay? So, yep, the buckets are over here. Thank you, yeah, the bucket for <laughs> Okay, so make sure, rip off a bunch of pieces, because last, last service, I put six pieces of tape on it, and it still fell. One million dots, one million dots are rather heavy. Or if you just want to stand there and hold it the whole service, oh. that'd be fine too. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm getting tired. Oh, oh. oh That was pretty good. That was actually
1: good. Here, can I can I rip for you and then you can put the pieces on?
0: You want to put a piece on? I'm telling you, we're going to load this thing up with tape because six was not enough. One, two, three, four, five. We got seven. There we go. All right. I think that's good. What do you think? Steady? Yeah. We're good? Okay. All right. Let's pray before you... Thank you so much for your help, by the way. But let's pray before you go back to your... Well, seats. We'll pray. God, we give you thanks. Thank you for loving us. And though we are just one person ourselves, uh, we thank you for showing us your love. We thank you for our, our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world. And especially on this day, we thank you... For our Moravian brothers and sisters in Nepal, may you bless their work and their ministry and may this offering, which we give to them, be blessed in your name as well. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for helping out. This is our visual reminder. One million dots because we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So with that. I believe we're to our time of prayer. I'm getting my first service mixed up with my second service here. But uh, uh, yes, I was right, good. So at this time, uh, we have an opportunity to share more of our prayer joys and concerns. We have, uh, of course, keep Mike and Myra Jones in mind as I mentioned just previously. Uh, we also keep in mind thinking of World Communion Sunday. Appropriately, the Board of World Mission just got done meeting over the last few days. They were meeting here in Bethlehem at the seminary. Uh, they just got done, and so most of them are back home already, uh, so I guess we give God thanks for uh, past traveling mercies, but also for their continued work uh, around uh, the world. Uh, former pastor here, Chris Giesler, who now works with Border world Mission, is uh, flying down to uh, North Carolina today, later today, in a couple hours, during the Packer game. So this is how dedicated, you know. But uh, uh, he's flying down uh, to North Carolina to assess some of the uh, uh, the damage that took place after the uh, the, uh, Hurricane Florence, and so we'll we'll know more about that hopefully next week. But we will certainly keep continue to keep them in our thoughts and prayers as well. With all that, are there any other prayer joys and concerns to share at this time? Is this one and the same or two separate? But go ahead. Absolutely. So we'll keep your stepmom and, of course, you in our thoughts and prayers. There, there's something else, too. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing the good news as well as that concern too. So, yeah, absolutely. Are there? Yes, Kay. Um, I'm asking
4: for continued prayer for my eyes. They're still not right. Everything even up there is a worry to me. So, just if the Lord would continue to heal my eyes and maybe I'll see right
0: again. We'll we'll certainly continue to keep you in our thoughts and prayers, Kay. Are there others? Yeah. Um, We'll we'll certainly keep Jacob in our prayers then, as those can be kind of scary moments too. Are there others? Well, seeing none, then let us come to our God in prayer. Gracious and loving God, uh, we give you thanks for this opportunity to worship you today. Uh, we are mindful of many of our Christian brothers and sisters as they all come to your table to celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion today. Uh, we thank you for the many gifts and talents that are seen in your body, the body of Christ. And uh, we, we continue to pray that uh, we may see... Uh, your guiding, that you may that that you may continue to reveal uh, our own gifts and talents and our own callings and our own things that we have to offer in this body. Lord, we thank you for the uh, many reasons that we have to celebrate and the, the many occasions that give us joy. Uh, we thank you for your joyful spirit in, in uh, uh, different birthdays and anniversaries and we thank you Uh, for opportunities to gather together with loved ones and we we thank you for new beginnings and new opportunities and new marriages that are uh, that are about to take place and we ask Lord that your blessing be upon uh, all of those joyful moments and Lord we also ask for your blessing for more difficult uh, situations we think of our brothers and sisters in North and South Carolina Uh, we think of many of those in our community who are uh, perhaps struggling to pay bills uh, or uh, struggling with other living situ- situations and relationships uh, who do not know a, uh, uh, a sense of security or safety or uh, have someone uplifting them at home. Uh, Lord, we are, uh, help us to be mindful uh, of, of these people uh, around us, our, our neighbors and members of our community. Uh, Help us to show your love in everything we say and do. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being present with us today. We thank you for uh, listening to our prayers uh, and and, and wrapping them in love. And Lord, we know that, uh, that there are other prayers in this room that have yet to be spoken. And so hear us now, Lord, as we Uh, Take this opportunity in this moment of silence to lift up those prayers of our hearts and minds. bless, and comfort all of your children, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I just have to say real quick before we sing this song, I found it pretty interesting that in the first service, as well as in this service, there was no air conditioning and no background noise whatsoever. Uh, while we did that moment of of silence in both prayers in both services, so I just kind of think that's a God thing so As I said before, we're celebrating World Communion Sunday today, which is a day that was set aside by the National Council of Churches, first beginning in 1940. And I guess you don't have to look too far into history to figure out why we needed a Sunday that represents uh, unity and coming together under one mission and one Savior. So today is a day that we remind ourselves that the church is bigger than we could ever imagine. So that's why I brought in a visual aid of one million dots, and I thought about putting this in the bulletin, and I thought about putting it up on the screen, but I realized 11 full sheet inserts for a bulletin might be a little inconvenient for worship, plus I'd run out of paper, and we'd be scrolling forever up on the screen. So, one million we'll have to do for now. But know that there is a bigger, a much larger number of Christians around the world than that. Because if I were to create an actual representation with dots of how many Christians are in the entire world, I'd be putting that full 11 pages in your bulletins for months. I'd have to print out 2,200 copies of that and I'd have enough with that to mail everyone in this congregation, all 440 members, five copies each. There are about 2.2 billion Christians in the world today, most of whom live on the other side of the earth. Now, a copy of dot paper that big would stretch from here to Central Moravian Church, make it back here again, and then have enough to loop around and get pretty close to Liberty High School. You would be represented by one dot in that 2.2 billion. So do you feel small yet? There are many things in our lives that make us feel small and insignificant, sometimes big numbers, can make us feel that way. Like we're just one face in a sea of faces, or maybe we're just one one thing in a particular statistic. But I think the things that really make us feel small and insignificant are the the personal things that, that come up in our own lives, the tough spots and the painful times. The times where we can barely keep up with what's going on and we're just kind of treading water, just barely keeping our heads above. It's also those times when you know, we lose a job and we feel replaceable, or we fail to achieve a goal that we set, or we have trouble maintaining relationships with loved ones, and along the way, we kind of feel forgotten by them, or we're dealing with something that we don't quite know how to ask for help for, we don't really quite know how to really verbalize it yet, but we know that there might be something wrong feeling small and insignificant can feel overwhelming and quite isolating, too. So imagine someone going through something like this that makes them feel small and insignificant and forgotten. And they're having one of those nights when they just want to be alone. They're trying to find a little room in their life just to kind of escape for a little bit. And so they go to a place where they can really see the stars and the stars beyond the stars. And with the unending universe in sight in front of them, they wonder, you know, with all that out there, do I, just one person, really matter in the grand scheme of it all? And that's one way to look at the psalm that Kay read for us earlier. Here is someone in this psalm who may have just had one of those nights under the stars and was compelled to write something about it. And here at the heart of this psalm is this question for God, which says, when I look at the heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them and mortals that you care for them? There are so many things and people out there, right? We might wonder, who am I, that, that God, that you would take care of me? Do I really matter? Well, in that moment to the author, in that moment under the stars, God must have said yes. Because without even acknowledging God's response, they go right into naming the proof that they know that they matter. Right after that question, For you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them, humans, with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under their feet. The author knows that they matter to God because of what God calls them to do. And I think deep down, we all have that same question. Do I really matter? Because let's be real about this. You might be thinking, I'm not called to be what others are called to be. I'm not called to be a pastor. I'm, I don't stack up against those 12 disciples, so I don't really consider myself a disciple. I'm not the next Moses or Paul or someone that would even be mentioned in the Bible. I'm not going to raise millions of dollars for world hunger. I'm not going to be curing cancer anytime soon, if ever. I'm not going to negotiate a major peace treaty. I'm not any of that stuff. So do I really matter? And God says, yes, you do. Each of us do. And we can accept the same proof as the psalmist did. The proof, the proof there is because God calls each of us to serve, period. You're called to do something, and it could be curing cancer, But it could also be helping out in a Sunday school room. And it could also be cooking food for the hungry and providing fellowship opportunities like we saw today. Or it could be mowing the grass outside. Or it could be donating donating to a cause like a school in Nepal. The fact that God shares God's work and love and spirit with you is proof that you matter to God. And this is what we each celebrate on World Communion Sunday. There are 2.2 billion parts of the body of Christ all over the world. And all are cherished, and all are loved, and all are called to serve the world and everyone in it. What we do and who we are as individuals, as congregations, as, as one body truly matters to God. So not only do we take communion to celebrate the fact that we are a part of something that is 2.2 billion people big, but we also take communion with gratitude in our hearts. Another word, another name for communion is the Eucharist, which is derived from a word that means to give thanks. And so in this sacrament, we give God thanks for calling us to serve, And thereby showing us that we, one of 2.2 billion people, truly matter. Each and every single day, each and every moment of our lives, you matter. So thanks be to God. Amen. Out of that same gratitude in which we'll celebrate communion, we also rejoice during this time of offering that we are about to, uh, uh, to, to enter into. And so there are many different psalms that, that talk about God's, uh, God's grace in creation. And so we remember Psalm 118.24, this is the day that the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. So with that verse in mind, let us enter into a time of awe.
3: Let us pray. Dear Father of all nations, we are thankful that today we worship and celebrate Holy Communion with many brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world. Lord, we are mindful that you have called us to be one. We our commitment today to be of single mind and purpose in serving you alone. May our offerings today join with those of many others to do your mighty works with thanksgiving and praise to you. Amen.
0: This time we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion. So as we do so, I would invite you to please stand. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Let us share the right hand of fellowship with those around us. Especially on this day when we celebrate our relationships with many Christians around the world, we celebrate our peace with that as well. Let us pray. Gracious Savior, as we come before you in this sacrament to give thanks, we ask that your Spirit be upon us. We thank you for calling us each and every day to love, to serve in the ways that we can and in the ways that we are gifted. And by doing that, Lord, you show us that to you, we matter. We are one in 2.2 billion, and Lord, we thank you for loving us, almost as if we were the only one. Lord, we are sorry for the ways in which we miss your calling, and we, we miss your love and your encouragement. Uh, open our eyes, Lord. Bless us with, uh, with awareness to see uh, your love around us. Lord, we wish to be like you and serve like you and love like you, and we also wish to speak like you and pray like you. So hear us now, Lord, as we say the prayer together that you taught your disciples long ago. Our Father, who art in the heaven, Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, our Lord Jesus Christ took the cup, gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink from this, all of you this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me when you are ready please come forward to receive the elements by taking a wafer and dipping it in the chalice come down the middle and then return around the outside and if you are unable to come forward we will come to you after the line has gone through. So come, you are invited by our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ given for you. Body and blood of 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 Christ given presence, by the holy sacraments, and by all the merits of your life, sufferings, death, and resurrection. Bless and comfort us, gracious Lord and God. Christ, the Lamb of the world, the Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant to us your peace. Amen. It's whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup that you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us stand and share the right hand of fellowship once more with our brothers and sisters, signifying our unity in Christ. Sisters and brothers, may you leave with uh, the Lord's blessing upon this sacrament and be renewed by, by his body and his blood. So now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen.